Welcome to Highly Political, a podcast where two passionate ladies smoke weed, talk politics, laugh, and sometimes cry, with special guests from the world of comedy, cannabis, and politics. We haven't worked on Capitol Hill, but that's okay. We're paying attention, and so should you. We want you to be informed, like little democracy angels. So pack your bowl, grab some snacks, and let's get into it. And remember, when they go low, we get high. Today I'm smoking fruitcake, a hybrid known for its fruity aroma and citrus notes. And I eat an edible because I'm in Texas and I don't want to get arrested. I'm not trying to get stuck here because I have places to go and a California ballot to cast. Good call, T. The RNC had its time to shine. And 45 made a real fascist event for the whole family to enjoy. Nikki Haley doesn't think racism exists. Ivanka doesn't mind her dad's tweet. But our queen of the week knows how to take stands for morality. All right, Sam, light it up. Mm, I'm jealous of that right now. Got a little fruitcake. <laughs> I wish I was smoking flour. Little islands, fruitcake joints. <laughs> Island, come at us. I'm come sponsor in, us. I'm out in Texas, y'all. So, uh, Tiana, tell me about Texas right now. What's going on here? What's the what's the mask situation? You were looking really fly in your in your face shield. I gotta say, thank Tiana, you, thank you. A picture of her in her face shield. She looked like a fucking model. <laughs> and I also in my uh, my photo had a drink with a straw, and so I sent a picture to Sam, and then I quickly sent afterwards. Uh, by the way, I need this straw because of my face shield. Please do not judge me because I've feel shamed within myself every time I see like a straw or a plastic top or any kind of useless plastic thing because I think of Sammy and how much she loves the earth. I love I love it about you. It's Tiana, you know what? This is my fault for not sending you to Texas with the proper <laughs> utensils. So I just blame myself. You know what? Actually, it's my fault because I literally thought about bringing one of the reusable straws I have and I just forgot. When hey, I it is your everything. fault then. Yeah. So, okay. I'm, I, you know what? I'm happy to be accountable in this day and age. Um, but fuck, yes. Yeah. So yeah, there's, you know, people wear their face masks when they go into stores. I've been to Trader Joe's. That was interesting today because I was trying to buy some beer for a barbecue I went to, like a close family and whatnot, a lot of people. And um, uh, they're like, oh, I'm sorry. I just need to wait like two minutes before I can run this. And I was like, oh, shit. Like your register's down. Like, oh, shit. You got to get some new like uh, register tape. Been there, girl. Got it. And then I realized, oh, shit. No, I just can't buy alcohol until 12 p.m. I guess on a Sunday. At first, I didn't know if it was like every day. And then when I – it was like the longest two minutes. It was like – Oh, okay. And finally, like noon, I was like, yeah, I'm ready to go. And then like putting my like ID to like the little plastic shield. And um, the guy was like, yeah. I was like, so is it just Sundays? He's like, yeah, it's just Sundays. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm from California. I didn't realize. Um, but yeah, so nobody was wearing shields. When I went to the, I went to this comedy show, I wore my mask the whole time. And then when I, my drink came, I transferred from my mask to a shield. <laughs> so I can like insert my straw underneath the shield. And um, when we came in, they were taking people's temperature, but they scammed my forearm. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> What? I, is that a new? On? Yes. And I was like, is that a new? What? So I wasn't confident in their protocol. <laughs> I like that they're doing I, that though, because that's surprising to me. Well, they scanned the forearm. I don't. Yeah, but if, at least it's scanning at all, you know? It's like when Trump strings together coherent yeah, But it's kind of like saying, like, think, okay, I, well, it's like yeah. saying, like, I check IDs, Bad. but like, you don't check for like the age. You know what I mean? Wait, <laughs> like, did I ever tell you about my fake ID story when I. No. <laughs> I got it was taken away from me or no it wasn't in New York let me keep it but uh I had a fake ID from Maine and I gave the guy my ID and he was like what's the capital of Maine and I and I froze and I said Mount Pillier Vermont and he he denied me access Mm. yeah well the temperature reading of my forearm which apparently is a new area I didn't wasn't aware of let me in that's why, again, why I kept my face mask slash shield on the whole time. Um, but yeah, Texas has been all right. You know, it's, it's cool. I got some edibles right now. So that's chill. It's nice to see my family, specifically my nieces and nephew. They gave me so much like light and love. Mm-hmm. Gotten a little bit like Facebook, social media comment drama this morning, which was like, you know, not so cool. But it's the world we live in. Yeah, you know, it's like, that's what happens sometimes. You know, sometimes you like got to say something to some family members who are like, oh my God, like that's that sweet, cute girl from Christmas. You're like, you ain't that bitch no more. (laughs) 
you say, say something shit. yeah like this like semi-racist shit you're saying i gotta check you on it um basically someone told me today that um they're sick and tired of me as a biracial person identifying as black so it's been an interesting day um you know, going through all that with I'm just wondering who she's seeing on the regular every day that's just announcing their race. (laughs) Well, the thing is, like, she has two biracial children who, when you look at them, are are black or half black and half white. Right, but are they walking around, like, are they fighting with her being, like, I'm I'm black? I mean, I don't really know, unfortunately. I wish I knew more. They're, like, you know, I don't see them as often, and hearing what their mom has to say, it makes me realize, like, why we don't talk, like, I don't talk to her as much, but, um, she says she doesn't identify her kids as black or see her kids as black. That's so – okay, you know what? Tiana reminded me today of the one-drop rule, mm-hmm. which I forgot about, which was a, a social and legal principle of racial classification that was historically prominent in the United States in the 20th century. It asserted that any person with even one ancestor of black ancestry, one drop of black blood is considered black mm-hmm. okay so you know and, and i just think like again i i kind of it was also interesting because she kind of said also you know you know do you do you think that before i had these children i thought about the fact that i was bringing biracial children to this world like no as if that was such a ludicrous thing to like consider or think about not even consider but like think about as like, I need to prepare myself so I have the tools that to better prepare my children for the world they're being born into. It's just like, yeah, it's just, it was just like so weird. So like, it just, it was, again, it's yeah, family time is always interesting. <laughs> and so, and like, I'm not going to lie. I kind of like popped it off with like me and my sisters. Um, cause I saw like this original post she posted of some guy talking about basically like some black guy saying like, if you just comply, you'll, won't get killed by cops. And I'm a black man who's raised my children to respect authority, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I love this or love this. And I just, you know how you can like, like, or like heart things on Facebook. So I chose the like, ha 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 option. <laughs> I was like, okay, that's ridiculous. Um, but yeah, so speaking that's of, how I they mean, started. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry, but but the the uh, notion of compliance, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, George Floyd was complying, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I we I we you know we didn't see that there, there was a scuffle before. I, I forget the original reports, but at that point in time of the video, he was on the ground, right? He was, he was submitting to the officer. Right. Brianna Taylor, no-knock warrant. First of all, I didn't know that a no-knock warrant, you don't also don't have to identify yourself as police. Isn't that crazy? Can you imagine That's just like laying nice. in bed? I mean, literally if Jacqueline just starts barking at like a rustling of leaves somewhere, I'm like, what is that? What's happening? You know, it's like, <laughs> imagine somebody breaking your door down and you live in a state where it's legal to have guns. Like, what would you... Like, uh. Well, see, yeah, and I, I, th- I didn't look into it much further because I was still so outraged. I just assumed the no-knock warrant was literally, I took it at face value like a dum-dum. It, mm-hmm. I thought they can just barge in, but they, then they have to say police. Although they were, um, in Brianna Taylor's case, they were dressed, um, her boyfriend said that they were, or fiance, said that they were dressed in um, like street clothes. Right. Okay. Oh, wow. So, or he, they weren't dressed like cops. He didn't know they right, were cops. Right, right, right. They had and nothing I, like identifying things. Exactly. And I, I always thought that that was because he was so startled, he didn't realize what was happening. But no, in the no-knock warrant, the cops do not have to say they're cops. So wild. That is, that is so dangerous. It's so dangerous. That is so terrible. That is such like some fascist bullshit. Um, yeah, and we'll, get to, like, we'll get to the RNC in a moment too. <laughs> I mean, it's such a slippery slope, right? So like, I don't know, when, once you start to accept those types of things, like how much more prevalent do they become? Exactly. Exactly. So yeah. It's just... um, you know, you know uh, but the law and order stuff i do want to just talk about the um just some voting jargon just to 
you know, remind, remind everybody because there's a lot of things going on about mail-in, vote, early voting, you know, all that jazz. Right. So just quick, basic, you know, voting stuff. Um, so a ballot filled by a voter who cannot be present at their polling place on election day, an absentee ballot you know, AKA the mail-in ballot Mm -hmm. are often filed by people who are living abroad, serving the military, traveling, attending school in a different state. Great. Easy. Let's make it available for us to vote. Wonderful. That's the mail-in ballot. The provisional ballot is a type of ballot used to collect a vote when there are questions about the voter's identity or ability to vote at that precinct. A provisional ballot is counted when the voter's information is confirmed. So say you provisional ballot, you, um, you go into vote on election day, but you're normally a mail-in ballot ballot so you uh, your ballots already been sent to you you don't so unless if you don't bring it because i've done that before right right yeah you, you get the it. absentee ballot it's, but you actually don't fill in you just go to your polling place and fill it out yeah so that so so we like flag um, it's like hey wait we sent an absentee ballot to this person and they confirm well, that the absentee ballot didn't exactly come in. exactly like or um you check here really it's it's to save people from getting arrested. So more often than not, provisional ballots are to check if you do live at your residence and you're not registered Mm. in like two states or something. Mm Because you're not fully, you go up to election day, you're not fully verified at that point. So that's when you do the provisional. So so that's like if you vote by mail and said you want to vote their polling place at the vote center, but they did not receive their ballot in time, et cetera, et cetera. It's just like, okay, we have to check some stuff. We have to make sure that this is you, but you know, that's your vote. Right. So um, that's it. Then there's just, you know, there's mail-in voting, you know, or mail-in voting provisional, and then you just go to your polling place. Um, so what's some scary things that I've been noticing is that many states, you know, you can probably guess where they swing. They don't accept um, postmarked ballots that arrive after election day. Oh, yeah. So... I was I saw that and I was thinking like yo that's what's even more fucked about like USPS being like slowed down is yeah. like even if you drop because normally it's like if you drop it within a day or two and even if you go and drop it at the post office at a specific time it will get postmarked on that day and you're like chill but now I'm like fuck yeah I mean and, and as you could imagine it's it's they're often won by Republicans, these states. Mm. Um, You know, so we have Alabama. You know, I'm not going to go all 50, but just like the ones you expect. Alaska, I enjoyed Alaska because Alaska, um, they, it has to be postmarked on election day or 10 days after the election if postmark on, if postmark on or before election day. So I guess that means they still have like an extra 10 days. I see. Which I've, like but mostly it's it it needs to be postmarked by election day um in california it's or three days after the election if postmark on or before election day so that makes sense you know some uh well specifically if you don't have fucking like again a national holiday for voting like there has to be you have to take so much into consideration to make sure it's fair that everybody gets the opportunity to vote unless you don't want everybody to have the opportunity to vote (laughs) yeah (laughs) You know, so. And if you are um, going to vote and you want to vote in person, if you were going to fill out an absentee ballot like myself, I am, um, your states, some states do have early in-person voting. So you can vote before the election if you're leaving that state. Uh, So you just go to your um, secretary of state uh, website for your corresponding state, and then you can find what polling places you can call. Oh, perfect. I know. So just everybody better <laughs> vote. That's what yeah. I'm saying. I was at um at some place yesterday where they asked, we're like, who here voted for Trump? And nobody said anything. And I pointed at my dad like he did. <laughs> what was the play? Wait, where were you? Some comedy clubs, a comedy, like some comedian oh, the was comedy like, club. Oh my who god. Who here voted for Trump? And nobody said anything. And I was like, I literally yelled, he did. <laughs> Did the comic say anything after yeah, that? I don't think he heard me. I don't know. Damn. I guess maybe. maybe Does your dad sh- look around? Maybe my shield, my shield. Excuse me, my shield. Um, like uh, reverb, reverbed, and he just heard like. <laughs> <laughs> Was your dad? Um, did he like, laugh or just kind of? <laughs> he just like was looking forward to it, pretending like he didn't say it. 
What a what a comment on um, why Trump mm. should be president. Okay, <laughs> voters are uh, you know they don't want to say they voted for him because they're embarrassed <laughs> in public places because they know he's. Stupid. I know. I was like, why aren't you standing up? I thought this was your homie, bruh. But no, he didn't have shit to say. He just like was like mm-hmm, drinking his little cabernet. I was like, okay. But I was like in my shield with my chest, like he did. <laughs> Check my podcast out. <laughs> you can hear him say all the reasons why. <laughs> he goes into great detail on why he gives great detail, but no specifics or data to back up. <laughs> Never forget. Um, sorry, Dad, I love you, but mm-mm-mm. yeah. Um, sorry, where were we going from there? We were just talking about. Oh, the voting. Oh, you're voting. Um, yeah, that's good to know because I think it's more than ever, it's really important to get out there and vote. Um, I didn't see, like, I didn't get a chance to read an article, but I saw, like, it flashed on my news feed before I got on this podcast about how one of the intelligent, like, committees or officers who's supposed to, like, report on, like, election, like, interference, it says he's going to stop, like, reporting to Congress. Um, what? Yeah. So, like, <laughs> it's, like, really important. Like, there's... Voter, I'm sorry, voter suspension is real, y'all. And whatever we can do to kind of like help people get out there to vote, find out where you can vote, get people rides, you know. Be a poll worker. Yeah. I'm, like I must admit, I, I'm not practicing what I preach and I regret that. I will be out of state. But mm-hmm. if... Well, maybe I we maybe could. we can get Cher to take your place. And maybe instead of working at the USPS, Cher can be a poll worker, like you said last, last pod. All right, let's bring her. Let's, yeah, let's bring her. Like, we'll call her. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. uh, but and uh, according to the Brennan Center for uh, Justice, legislators in 29 states across the country have introduced bills that, if enacted, would make it easier for people to vote. Yeah. But 15 states have introduced bills that would make it harder for indiv- individuals to vote. Mm. And those aren't just so as black and white as we think, like red and blue. Right, of course. Like, for example, um, New Jersey was in both of those categories. Like a, mm-hmm. legis- a legislator from New Jersey wrote a bill, introduced a bill that would make it easier for vote. Then another one in New Jersey who lives in a different district who's Republican or whatever wrote, wrote the opposing this one. Thing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's uh, – I don't understand why uh, any – why 29 introduced bills would even need to be enacted because people in this country don't vote. Yeah, that's the other thing. Like when you look at the statistics, I'm sorry, y'all, I'm like super high on these edibles. Statistics um, from the last election of how many people didn't vote is like, please come out this time. We need you. (laughs) You And we do know that voter, as we told, voter suppression is real. And so maybe those, you know, a lot those numbers could reflect that people who couldn't vote or were stopped from voting or it was just where they couldn't get off of work or it was too hard and they didn't, yeah. they didn't realize they had a postmark. I mean, a lot I mean, I can of, think of times, things. yeah, that I've had to work that I didn't, like not a lot of times, but I'm sure there's a couple of times that, oh, actually, I'm trying to think of how many times I've actually had the opportunity to vote in the last, you know, because I was 18, but I'm sure there was like at least once or twice where I maybe didn't get to vote because I had to work because I was working like an hourly job, like specifically serving. Like if you can't get coverage, you can't be like, oh, it's, um, actually illegal for you to say i can't take off work to go vote <laughs> i mean they'd be like oh, that's cool well you're fired bitch <laughs> so, yeah um again i just think it should be a national holiday um but uh this president has no desire to do that <laughs> he should have talked about that in his rnc speech they really can just say anything they want yeah violated the hatch act for you know the seventh time or something by um putting you know doing his final speech in front of the white house yeah i didn't even really think about that until people were talking about how like wait this is the people's house like you shouldn't use it as a backdrop for your convention even though you've been the president for the last four years you know like wouldn't it be weird if like you know, he got another four years or like any Republican had eight years and then they use the White House as a backdrop as the RNC. Like that would just be. And yeah, I mean, quite frankly, I didn't even know it was illegal. And I, I just, you know, just don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it just seems disrespectful or it just yeah. seems like, and I get also, well, 
I mean, specifically because the DNC was able to do everything virtually without having somewhere. So like maybe, you know, you could say like, oh, because of COVID, they had it here. And but there were so many people. In right. The but they wouldn't even do that. All they were. <gasps> you know what? Some, sorry. Unmasked, right. This just made me think of something that I saw somebody post that I'm friends with about how none of them talked about Herman Cain. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. They were fully ready to ignore his legacy. It's like so <laughs> they sad. Were like happy, he... They were really happy to have him in their camp a month ago before he died of COVID after attending a Trump rally. It was just so sad. And apparently none of them like also attended his funeral. <gasps> oh, what? That's fucked up. Mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, I don't, I don't know like how I don't know how many Republicans yeah. I can say like the Republican Party didn't attend. Yeah, I know, like but, Trump. But you know, for example, the optics like Obama gave gave uh, the eulogy at John Lewis's funeral. Beautiful. So that was beautiful. Oh. And then uh, you know, I think if I was part of Trump's PR team, which I'd never be, I'd rather. I mean, you can't send one. You can't send even Tiffany. I know. Nobody wants Tiffany. No, that's not but I news. mean, but we but, could send Tiffany. You know, like if we're gonna send Tiffany somewhere, it's probably that, to the black guy who died from COVID's funeral. <laughs> you know what I mean, like I, they're not I sending Ivanka that, to that. I think they're clearly not sending Trump. Maybe but I Jared. think they'd rather have no one than Tiffany. <laughs> she doesn't say anything. I'm just saying, at the very least, yeah, I probably would have voted against sending her, but I would have listened to the argument of someone saying, at the very least. Should we send Tiffany? Also, uh, and then somebody said, "Well, we just really don't care." And someone's like, "Okay, <laughs> that's right." So, I guess send no one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we just don't care. Oh, no one cares about these optics. No, not at all. I won't no? lower our polls. So, oh. okay, well, let's let's go. We're gonna sing some crazy ass shit in the next four days. <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Went on a tangent. You did that, uh, that Kimberly Guilfoy coke line. Yeah, I feel it. Catch it up. It's not me blowing lines. It's my impersonation of uh, all majority of the speakers at the RNC. Allegedly. Allegedly. Okay, I don't know. She was wild-eyed. Speaking to no one. The best is yet <laughs> to come. <laughs> That shit was wild. I, full, disclo- full disclaimer, I only watched a few clippets here and there and listened yeah. to a couple. I didn't watch the whole thing. I could not stomach it. Yeah, it's hard. And then I went to the. I went to some late night shows. I went to Stephen Colbert. I thought, oh, maybe I'll get clips on a late night. Mm-hmm. Stephen Colbert said, I didn't watch it. We're going to talk about <laughs> some more. We're going to talk about other things. Yeah, because it's just so great. You just only need to see snippets to know like, ooh. Okay, so you're all exactly what I thought you're going to be saying here. Yeah, I mean, you got some, the gun toting crazy people, and then the it. next night somebody kills protesters, and I just like got it. <laughs> and also, we're gonna remind you guys that I'm not a racist, and you guys aren't racist either. Because so here are all these black people for Trump. Oh, I was like, wait. You're going to say something semi-racist? I'm so oh, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just a reminder, I'm not racist, but, you know, it's like when I was like, I'm not to sound like a bitch, but. I was oh, like, no, no, like, Sam, you know, no, but it's. Not racist. <laughs> no, 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 Please but. Don't, don't fail me oh now. Uh, I don't want to sound racist, but guys. <laughs> um, no, yeah, so, uh, no, 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 but I was just talking. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay, it's okay. But, I mean. It is to say, like, I, I could be perceived as I'm perceiving this as tokenism and not giving them their own. Fair, fair. Agency. I see what you're saying. But it did feel a bit, you know, when he was naturalizing those citizens, you know, Trump doesn't care about immigration. Like, it was yeah. all for show. Everything, fe- is for, everything was for show. It didn't I feel like, I felt like that was so much more. I know, like, last podcast we talked about, um, I can't remember the, the, the little boy's name who talked about, like, his stutter and how Biden helped him. Mm, I f- yeah, I forget. But he's Queen of the Week. We love you. Yeah, but I I feel like that was so much more genuine than like this nationalization of these immigrants during the RNC. Yeah. Like, like obviously the little boy talking about his stutter and how Biden helped him. We, it's like, all it's man- emotionally like, manipulative. It's, it's, we get some, it. Yeah, because yeah. again, I'm sorry. Like, why are people running campaigns? <laughs> you know, like. That's why you hire a team of people to like again, whatever. Um, but this whole thing was just like, see, 
I, it's like naming, like, you know, I have black friends, you know, it's like, <laughs> I, hmm, it's weird. Yeah. I mean, we had, uh, we also had Matt Gates who told mm-hmm. people, if you don't remember Matt Gates, guys, he's a, he was a former crazy old kook of the week. He is crazy. He also has a young Cuban man who he adopted and Cuban man. Yeah, he's like, or not a man, but a teenager. He talks okay. to the Cuban, and he he brings him on to Fox News sometimes to show, you know, what a great guy he is. It's so weird. People make a lot of in, in, innuendos about the two of them on Twitter. Just peep it. But he oh said, God, I don't like the sound but, of that. But he said uh, that the, we're gonna they're gonna destroy suburbia and then invite M- MS thirteen to move in next door. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, the thing that's, that's so actually crazy is, like, a sitcom I might write. MS <laughs> <laughs> 13 just moves into a, a flush suburban, but like, you should write it as like the perspective that Trump wins again, <laughs> and then MS 13 is actually gonna move in next door. <laughs> like, like oh you guys, like, yeah. everything they were describing, they're showing all these videos. It's like, wait, but that's what's happening right now, bruh. You he the whole thing is you won't be safe in Biden's America. Fool, we're not safe right now under no. Trump's America. No. Um it is their I mean, their supporters are like, you know, the base is falling for these tricks, but I mean, you just take one step back and why why can't you think that, yo, this is happening right now and he's the leader. Why why if all of a sudden if he gets reelected? What, what's going to change so much better he's he's still the leader he still has the power to do something so what's going to change an election day and he's leading um if like he wins again, the president nothing. but he's leading like the congress so like they're all for whatever reason always falling underneath him so it's like you guys have so much more control i just an ele- election day for an incumbent although obviously a day of celebration of a very I mean, campaigns are too long in this country. It's grueling. But it's also, if you're the incumbent, it's just saying, okay, you still have your job. Cool. Tomorrow doesn't change. You're just back to work. Right. So I, I just want to, th- I'm trying to think like uh, rationally or intellectually where they're coming from, where, where their perception of time is thus that they think Trump can't do anything right now. Like nothing is going to change for him. Right, 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 right. So I just, I'm trying to think of, what I guess it's cognitive dissonance. That's <laughs> tough, man. I, guess I mean, it's mental gymnastics. I feel like we're in a good place to talk about our crazy old kook of the week. Oh yes, which is Daniel Cameron. It's the crazy old kook of the week. Why you gotta be so fucking crazy? Um, the attorney general in Kentucky, um, who everybody is rallying and petitioning behind to arrest the the police officers who killed Breonna Taylor, he spoke at the RNC. And one of the things he said was, even as anarchists mindlessly tear up American cities while attacking police and innocent bystanders, we Republicans do recognize those who work in good faith towards peace, justice, and equality. Whether you are the family of Breonna Taylor or David Dorn, these are the ideals that will heal our nation's wounds. The fucking audacity for this man to use Breonna Taylor's name in his speech is so wild to me. I, I, it's a visceral anger I have mm-hmm. for this for this kind of person mm-hmm. who is happy to use Breonna Taylor's name whenever it suits his narrative, fits right. him. Um, but she was a Kentuckian who was killed. She was a U.S. citizen who was killed by an, like, these are, these are Americans that are getting killed. Right. These are not just black people, white people, Asian people. It's like, they're, they're an American and they're just getting killed on, on American soil. What, what, you're not upset about that? By American, like employees paid by the American people. Yes. (laughs) Funded by the American people, at least. You know, if you want, if you're pushing for this great nation, as the Trump narrative is, you know, it's mm-hmm. very nationalistic. Right. It's, you know, it's very fat, it's fascist. But you know, don't you want your citizens to not be dying then? 
Right. And is aren't you like so much hyper aware of the fact that like, you know, people are getting snatched up in armed vans and people are getting killed in there the streets. There was also a shooting in Portland. Oh, yeah. But I haven't seen much more information about like what happened with that. I think um, an alt writer got shot. Yeah. And then Kenosha, we know a couple of people got shot and died. Things are and, getting... Trump's, and Trump surrogates were going on cable news. Ann Coulter said... Oh, she wants like that kid to be his president. president. She it's wants disgusting. a murderer to be president. Yeah. Oh, and I've seen so many people like, well, don't attack somebody with a gun. It's like, what are you talking about? He drove in from Illinois. I'm sorry. Is this Deadwood? Is it like, what do you mean? Like, why does this person have a gun cross state lines to get here? He's 17 years old. At the very least, at the end of the day, you're not supposed to be legally carrying a weapon like that. Yeah, it was illegal to carry the gun in both states. Not that that should be up for debate, but apparently there's a Facebook meme going around saying that he was he was he could carry the gun. It was legal. Yeah, and it's just so wild. It's like I would just feel like, like, listen, I have I have no interest in guns. I've had um, like, and I think I don't know if I can't remember if I talked about it on the podcast before, but I have an issue one time where like a gun was like shot through like my apartment when I was in college, yeah. and um, well, like yeah, my brother. I- you read the you read your gun poem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And my like my brother is like, um, he's like really interested in guns, but he's like a very like uh, responsible gun user, and like so we'll have conversations where, you know, he will kind of explain to me like what he like what he believes in when it comes to like you know the Second Amendment or like having guns. So like I also feel like um, at that you know so I can respect people like that who want to keep guns. I think, you know, I'll disagree at the end of the day about the type of guns that people should be able to carry and how they like assess them um, or get them and like the kind of training they they should have before that. But then, you know, you look at people like that fucking, those kooks and um, where was it? Where they, the couple that came out and were pointing their guns at the protesters and they were talking at the RNC. I think St. Louis. Yeah. And they were talking at the RNC this, this week. And then the next day that kid killed the protesters with his gun. Um, But even my brother was saying how like, yeah, like there were so many times like, no, you're not supposed to like hold your hand on the trigger. You know, you're not supposed to point, you never supposed to point your gun at anybody. And so many times they, they would cross and they were like pointing their guns at each other. So like I'm just I'm just confused why like the NRA isn't speaking out more about things like that. If you say that's what your organization is like about, if you're about gun rights, you think you would be more upset about people who make you are look making ridiculous. it look bad. Yeah, yeah. I don't know because it's really about men buying guns to do whatever the fuck they want if they're white. That's what yeah. it's really about. That's kind of that's, where I was leaning, but yeah, that's that's Trump. That's that's Trump saying, you know, by his whole RNC, by you know, uh, oh, the Hatch Act. You know, um, that's him saying, you know, if you're rich and white, you can do whatever you want. You can do whatever you whatever want. Like. But if you're poor, sorry, you get put in jail for stuff. Ooh. Yeah. And then you can't afford to get out of here. So and if you're and you. if you're and if you're black, you're more likely to get killed. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. just moopsies. It is like so draining out here this year. I feel like more than ever. Um, what did Nikki? What did Nikki Haley say to you? Oh, she said that it's. I'm kind of paraphrasing, but she said it's it's fashionable in America now to say it's racist, but that's a lie. Or it's fashionable fashionable now to say that America is racist, but that's a lie. Something like that. It's just not a lie, you know? But just, also it's like, like is, is the RNC, like, is the, RN, the Republican Party going to get up here and say, yeah, you know, we got some flaws that we need to iron out, um, but we're working on it. Like, I didn't expect that. But you're also going to get out here with your chest and say... America is racist. That's a fucking lie. Come on. I mean, again, it's like, do you know any of like history? I'm so confused. (laughs) You've been paying attention. Again, I was talking because we've been all the things I was going through this today with what I talked about on top of the podcast. Um, I was talking to my sister again about. If I said this on podcast, I apologize for saying it again, but like the analogy of what if we realize today that 
dogs had the same intellectual mm. mindset of us and we've been fucking around like keeping them as pets even though we kept them as good pets but, like i'm sure jacqueline fucking loves it here with me she seems pretty <laughs> fucking happy when i come home right um but like i realized oh shit i i've never been keeping you like because at the end of the day even though she was like a happy pet she's a pet right i tell her when she can go out and when she eats mm. like she doesn't have freedom so oh fuck I, i'm sorry jacqueline i fucked that up um you got your freedom, right? I open these doors, you know, get your freedom, girl. <laughs> the world is not built for dogs to be free. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're not ready to be free. But let's say, you know, some scrappy dogs, they got it together. They both, you know, they banded together. They pulled themselves by the bootstraps that didn't exist. And, um, you know, they, you know they, they started being, you know, quote unquote equal. You know, you saw them at the CVS. You know, your, your daughter brought home a dog. I mean, like, oh my God. like, yeah, like how many generations would it be until you really looked at a dog as it was equal? And even then, how many times would you look at somebody who was like with a dog being like, well, you know, dogs have fleas. Oh, be careful because dogs bite. You can't, you can't trust a dog. No matter how much you trust a dog, they bite. So it's like, um, unfortunately, it's kind of like being black in America. <laughs> you know, like, uh, why do you, it's not that long ago that my actual like creation was probably illegal, you know, because you couldn't, biracial weddings weren't legal. So it's just so wild to me that you think less than, what's, what, 60, 65 years ago that ha has no ramifications on things that happen today. And then, you know, obviously we've talked about this before, but in the, not like the crime bill, uh, the sentencing between crack cocaine and cocaine right. and who that disproportionately affects. I mean, look, the, there, there are people who see a problem with the Black Lives Matter movement. Obviously I don't agree with them. You know, they're, they're thinking ignorantly. They're not, they're not thinking empathetically that they're, they're the all lives crew. They're like, well, no, all, all lives matter. And I think they don't understand the danger like intellectually of like the right and Nikki Haley, you know, right. just gaslighting the American people, just right. trying to erase that, you know, by saying, and, but there's people of color, you know, who don't, who don't, who, you know, are, are all lives matter people, you know, yeah. I, you know, like, and, who, are, who have the luxury of not exp having the same experience as a lot of other people of color in this country. Right. So, so it's at the same time, like they, they don't have the same experience to speak on something. Cause like a lot of people say, well, I've, I've never experienced racism or that hasn't happened to me. But then yeah. it's like, that's why there's averages, right? <laughs> yeah. Or, you know, or that they don't want to continually hear all these stats, which yeah, I could, which I understand. You know, they don't want to hear. That's why you know we have like Kanye West wanted to vote for Trump because, and even you know Chance the Rapper tweeted, you know, you don't have to be a Democrat if you're black. It's right. you know they, they feel as though they're put in a box by these liberal right, statistics. Right. Fair. So I understand. I can see that, um, but the fact that they're uh, on the on agreeing with a side who wants to erase the history of racism and deny it is just uh it's i think it's e more evil you know it's just it's just um it's disappointing and it's um you just wish people would listen more and be open to like hearing what people have ha gone through this experience are not really at risk with some of these decisions have to say yeah I think it's so easy to like not believe something, excuse me, or put something out of your mind because like you don't personally like go through it. Or you don't know anyone who's going through it. There's a, there is, oh, sorry. I was going to say like, I just think if like there's things that you don't understand, like again, not to, you know, you should do your own research, but if you have people in your life who are willing to talk to you about the, their experiences, like you should listen to it. But there's a lot of also resources and books out there for you to do your own research to understand this human experience. And you shouldn't use like your black and brown friends as like um, emotion, like, you know, give them like their emotion, like use them for their emotional labor. I just want to preference that. Right, 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 right. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I get it. And I, in true Sam fashion, was so enraptured by your story, I forgot what I was going to say. 
um, sometimes when I'm so high and I'm on this pod, I'm like, did I just use that word right? Uh, <laughs> and I always be like, did I already say that? <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, oh, I, I did want to, this is not what I wanted to bring up before, but uh, I, I lost my train of thought. But um, Biden is going on the pan, the campaign trail today. I guess if you're listening, it will be to, we'll put oh. the pod up to you know for tomorrow. But he's going to hit um, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, up for his first uh, first hitting on the trail, first oh, location. Wow. So yeah, I mean Trump Here is we go. yeah Pence is out and about for Trump. He was in Michigan, um, so. <laughs> Oh, Jacqueline's excited for Joe to go on the road. Finally, me too. That grandpa was locked in his house for too long. <laughs> Joe's got to sniff some hair from a distance, from a six-foot distance. Oh, no, don't say that. <laughs> well, the thing, is, the thing is, thank God, COVID is the perfect thing for him because he can't t- touch anybody's shoulders. Jacqueline, be quiet. So you know what, COVID, I don't, I don't appreciate you at all, but I see what you're doing right now. Joe has to stay six feet away from women. <laughs> Yeah, it's not it's not good for the optics. Um, and it depends to Michigan. Apparently, uh, I was watching a, a senator from Michigan on like Joy Reid or something today, and she brought up that cherry farmers need assistance and they're not getting it. So I guess cher- cher- Michigan's a big exporter of cherries. I didn't know that. Wow. I've, I've so got my cherries from Washington. It's so interesting how many things we don't know in this world. I mean, like, sometimes I'm more impressed about the things I don't know than I am about the things I know. Like, the the idea that there's so much I can learn, you know, (laughs) like, or I can meet people. It's so interesting to meet people that are, like, know so much about, like, a certain thing, even, like, you know, like, a sports thing or, like, an engineering thing. It's just Or just a hobby that they really care about that is intriguing. I just, it's, I'm just so grateful that there's so much to learn out there. (laughs) Me too. I mean, (laughs) no, honestly, I'm watching the news. I'm trying to, you know, gather my notes for the pod, trying to think of some topics. And the senator, you know, what the fuck is this bitch doing on talking about cherry farming right now? Right. (laughs) Didn't even think of that. Read the room, but also maybe people are like all about cherries. Like, imagine if you're like fucking twenty twenty. Now my cherries. (laughs) Yo, first of all, I love. What more are you gonna take from me? I love cherries. I love that Michigan's an exporter of cherries. Love that. Um, there's some delicious fruit coming out of America mm-hmm. <laughs> besides oranges and apples. Um, but, uh, but that just goes to show you like the diverse needs of um, America and, you yeah. know, exactly. the industries that, that we have. Imagine uh, like so- running for president and you're at a town hall and someone's like, what are you going to do about the cherries? <laughs> Joe, Uncle Joe will start. And you First better of all, be I love like, them. If you have like a great team, like they know, like you should know, your team should know that cherries are an issue in that that district at the very least, right? If you have like the right team, they should know. But just imagine me like, well, and I, I've been thinking about the cherries and I know they're your number one export. And I've been thinking if we blah, 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 blah. And like get people riled up. Like that's the thing. It's like you have to have a team of people that help you really see. You need knowledge. Again, that's why like we have like mayors and governors. It's like, it's just mini managers. Listen to what your people are saying and bring that information up. And it should just be like an alley-oop, an (laughs) alley-oop, an alley-oop until someone talking slam dunks that. But unfortunately some people are like, yo, um, you want to buy this basketball? Some people like (laughs) miss the shot. (laughs) Some people literally like still tying their shoes. <laughs> Some people just take the ball and run away with it. Yeah. Like, man, that's a travel. I don't even know much about basketball, but I know enough to make this it reference. It is a travel. <laughs> it is a travel. I've been watching no, the last dance Speaking of that, Netflix, this is the perfect transition it. into our Queen of the Week. Queen of the Week. Queen of the Week. It's the Queen of the Week. Uh, the queen, our Queen of the Week is the WNBA. Woo-hoo. Um, you know, for, for being, I didn't really realize, I didn't realize this. I mean, that WNBA have been speaking out for quite some time. Yes. They were the first to protest. The NBA followed suit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, WNBA players have more on the line to lose if they do this, as opposed to the NBA. First of all, they did pass, um, they did negotiate higher salaries maternity leave mm, i think last amazing. year 
they're just, they're, they're a bad, they're a badass union. I'll tell you what. Um, but you know, they, they don't make as nearly as much as the NBA. Right. Uh, of so not of course, I, I hate to say that, but I just say of course, because right. Um, realistic in the, like I can America name, I live in. <laughs> exactly. Like I can name three basketball players, but I can't name of three. See, even that the noun basketball player, like I'm assuming it's man. I can't name any, I can name like three NBA Lisa players. Nob. Is she present? No, she's not. Lee one. No, that's like literally. And the only thing I can also think of like the NWBA is the movie Love and Basketball. When oh. the girl at the end ends up in the WNBA. Nice. So I'm sorry. Maybe I'm going to learn more about it after this, y'all. But yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so um, also the I learned the difference between why the NBA, why that the, like their protesting is more powerful and less um, able to re- uh, reel in by the owners than football mm. is because they, the NBA, they, their salaries are like larger and, and like they come in lumps, you know? So, oh. so uh, they just have more money to like, if they are out for a season, they're going to survive. They make right, more right, money. Right. Um, on the whole. And then also 79% of the NBA and players are black. Oh, wow. And that's, a, that's such a huge person. I mean, of course, I, yeah, mean, right. I mean, you know, we all have eyes, yeah. but um, if I had to like make a guesstimate, you know, like jelly beans in a jar, I probably would have said 75%. <laughs> yeah, I think I would too. But just to get that number, I would have said 76 so- just because, you know, sometimes in those types of things you want to give yourself a little edge. Well, well yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So they have, they have better contracts to negotiate. Um, so I mean, I, you know, more power to them. Yeah. I think that's so amazing and brave of the WNBA to take that stand. Yeah. I can't remember so, which team it was, but I saw they had like the t-shirts that had the seven gunshots on the back. I uh, yes, I saw that as well. I don't know the team. And the front named out Jacob Blake. Um, but yeah, those are our queen of weeks. Thank you, ladies. Women, excuse uh, me. Fuck. Garcia is dead deep in all of us. Two. <laughs> and Constant now two battle. <laughs> oh my God, it's true. It really is. Uh, we have a, an, we went from a queen to an evil, petty ass princess because I just really want to talk about Ivanka's little speech she gave at the RNC. I only listened to a clip of it, but how she was talking about her dad's tweets and how she was saying, you know, my dad's tweets might sound a little unfiltered, but he, he, look at the results. Bitch, what are the results? What am I missing? <laughs> right? What are the results? What, the results what do his are... tweets like enact other than like make people go crazy? He, he hurt an American tire stock, like with his tweet. Uh, there are, you know, riots and uh, uh, looters in the country because people are just trying to destruct what's going on with the message of the protesters. And like, they're getting messy because they fucking want this to be ruined for them. Um, you know, I'm just, the, the president's tweets get, get terrible results. Everything's terrible. Yeah. So it's also like, like a wild thing. The riots in like, the streets are because it's also of a him. wild thing to put into your speech that you don't necessarily need to put into your speech. Like there was yeah. like there was no meeting when someone was like, you know what, Vonk. I think they call her Vonk. 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 On, the, on the round table, you know, when they're going through things, got their feet up on the table, aren't behind their head. You know what, Vonk? I don't know if we need to add the tweets into the speech. Vonk was like, listen. But he's known for them. <laughs> people, people talk about my dad's tweets. They're famous. I got to bring them up. I mean, Vonk, listen, at the end of the day, it's your choice, but I don't think you should bring up the tweets. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, Vonk went with her own decision. You know, it's it's actually, now that you say that, uh, the few Trump supporters I know, mostly my family. Um, Unfortunately, they, same. They... Um, they don't like his tweets. Even your dad said that when he was on the pod. I think he, yeah. they don't like the tweets, but uh, Ivanka knows daddy likes the tweets. And, you know, she's going to fucking run for president. You get, you mark my words. It's going to be like her and Nikki Haley, a fucking another Trump, probably like Don Jr. It's uh, going to be, t- if she's the first female president, I'm going to fucking have a stroke. I won't be living in this country. Um, it's wild how many Trumps spoke <laughs> at this convention. Yeah. They're like all on like. Did um, Tiffany speak? Tiffany spoke. Oh, shit. Don Jr. spoke. 
Eric spoke, Ivanka spoke, Melania spoke, and Trump spoke. Baron spoke. <laughs> Baron, what I wonder was he? I wonder what Baron's life is like. I like my dad. Like, what He's if Baron became like Claudia uh, Conway, right? Kellyanne Conway, chicken, oh. and he like somehow got on like um, TikTok. I feel like Baron's kind of like Britney Spears. You know how there's like that whole like save Britney? Yeah, save Baron. That would be so wild if he was doing the same thing Claudia was doing on TikTok. That he would just be- have like some like underground, like anonymous thing. Nobody could like really decipher that it was him. I mean, no offense to Baron Trump. I know he's a minor, but he probably sucks. He's probably just a rich kid who goes to private schools. And I bet Melania tries to keep him away from what's happening. And yeah. I mean, he's, like, he's like a he's like a modern day prince, you know. And I mean, in in terms of what it looks like to me, I watched. Yeah, a clip. I mean, I have like a little empathy for him because it's like he didn't. Yeah, he's a kid. He didn't so. choose this life, you know. Right, right. right. His mom kind of, you know, fucked him. His dad did too, and then like be on that type of spotlight. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. So he's probably just you know, um, preteen, little rich boy. Yeah, well, who will run for president one day? Okay, I don't say that. I'm gonna cry. I'm, hopefully, I'm, if that happens, hopefully, I'm watching it from abroad. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm gonna bounce. Mm, yeah, I'm, I'm having some moral issues with that these days. I'm struggling because I would, of course, you know, I would love to bounce. It's a very privileged way of thinking of it. Like, how am I gonna get to another country? Like, are they gonna allow us in? You gotta have the money. This whole thing, and then. Do you want to leave the country and just stop fighting for it, you know? As a black woman, I'm going to be leaving as a refugee. Oh, yeah. Bouncing. You, <laughs> you know, you bounce. I'm just talking about, I'm you bouncing. Know. Like, I literally remember watching, like, The Handmaid's Tale a couple of years ago thinking, like, yo, I hope I don't ever get to the opportunity where I really... I literally wa- remember watching The Handmaid's Tale, like, two years ago and thinking, like, I hope I never get to the opportunity where I think, oh, I should have bounced. <laughs> and it's like too late. Oh, I should have bounced. Like I knew shit was going south. I should have bounced. Uh, I'm bounce you. I mean, again, like you said, it's a very privileged outlook to be able to leave. Um, but you know, it's kind of like on Titanic: women and children first. I feel like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If anybody isn't like looking around, like shit ain't right. Like I'm probably gonna bounce. I'll let y'all know. Okay, guys. Well, the name of this episode is probably I probably should have bounced. <laughs> Fruitcake, and I probably should have bounced. Yeah. Oh my god, I can't wait to get back to California, smoke some flour. Um, I'm doing that right now. And Jealous. as always, guys, like, subscribe, and comment. Uh, highly pit- highly underscore political. <laughs> We're currently uh, blocked out of our OG IG account. Highly political, <laughs> just highly yeah. political. I, I think I subscribed to that one time when I was high. Ironic, I know. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you.